The Aruga Podcast. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys. They look busy, right? He's like the Midas of our generation. Yeah. And I know there's like a lot of people against him, like fuck Elon Musk and like I just I'm not He's I just like too him. much for the social good. Yeah. Like what is he doing that's not for the social good, you know? And I like that there's a billionaire that's sending rockets to Mars. Why? <laughs> I don't give a fuck why. Yeah, he beat Jeff Bezos to it though. I'm cool with that, dude. I'm cool. Yeah. Dude, his rockets are so cool the way they they go up into space. And then they auto land. It is brilliant. Yeah. What he does. They don't, they don't disassemble or destruct. No. Like there's NASA. no debris. He, these things are just absolutely like engineering I mean, marvels. Welcome to the op. Be sure to check out Aruga's shop. We make shirts and hoodies that are comfortable and stylish. Follow at shop Aruga and visit arugastore.com. That is O-R-U-G-A store.com. Beat produced by Saipuda. Check him out at saipudabeats.com. Welcome back to the, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to start off with a clip. But like, uh, <laughs> okay. Let me, um, uh, it's episode 13, I think we're recording. And, you know, just to give you a little backstory, we tried to do episode 13 a couple days ago, or maybe half a week ago, and... Did it never <clears> end up recording? No, we recorded it. The file. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what was wrong with the audio. So we tried to, like, have three mics into this computer, and it's digital audio, so the f- just the file didn't really record correctly, so it made us sound super, like, electronic, and we sound like cyborgs, so, yeah. So we're re-recording episode 13. Um, what was your clip? I'm trying to find it real quick. Oh. Dude, so since we've been... We're on YouTube, all right? And I've been trying to figure out, like, how to, you know, groom the YouTube algorithm, okay? And I've been watching, like, a bunch of videos of how to get views. What's, like, the... The last thing we're doing is a sacrifice to the YouTube gods. That's the last thing we haven't done. I am about to have an altar for YouTube at my house, okay? And I'm going to give it praise. <clears throat> Just kidding. Just but, for the play button. The, yeah. The golden diamond. But when I was, like, trying to, like, look up YouTube videos about YouTube algorithms and, like, how to make a good video and blah, 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 the people who are in that niche of making youtube videos about making How to blow up. yes is fascinating i was finding so many hyperactive people who were like i got this chart 
and this chart will explain exactly what the YouTube algorithm is to you and to I, and I have to pick a sub-niche, and in this sub-niche I have to answer a very specific question, or you answer broad questions, and in this video you have to keep their attention the entire time, and this dude is just going on and on for like 20 minutes looking at a whiteboard and just like drawing those, <laughs> visually those seo people are some crack kids though <laughs> and the other ones were like uh downloading metadata from youtube and going to excel sheets and doing math in the excel sheets to figure out who gets the most likes per like view statistically yeah that's crazy breaks it down St like i could never say that word i literally study statistics and i can barely say it but um, yes, so they're going to Excel sheets, like trying to break down who gets the most likes per view. And then, then they go to that video and try to recreate that video. And like that was his whole style of how he made content. It's just like ripping off what other great YouTubers do. And it's really fascinating that there's just a whole niche of YouTube marketers trying still, to have blow up channels. I still think that the people that make reaction videos are living life easy. Because they just get paid bank to make content off of other people's content. Mm hmm. And that just seems like such an easy career. Right. And like lifestyle. Secondary reaction videos are like, oh, like you're it's doing like a secondary market of content creators yeah all you're doing is finding clips to like make fun of mm -hmm. dude there's youtube channels i know that they are built on movie clips and they'll just have a three minute video clip of a movie and that gets them millions of views and then they yeah. have like half a billion views on on youtube and you're like dude we'll never know who these people are <laughs> but they are just well off let's put it that yeah. way they are well off for real and it's fascinating how that there is a whole market of that because like the youtube algorithm shows me a lot of um like comedians now but sometimes when i see a comedian video of just like a comedian doing podcasting or maybe he'll do or maybe they excuse me i gender <laughs> <laughs> but um they uh, will like either being doing podcasting or stand up and sometimes it's a secondary YouTube account that puts that video up and then that YouTube is solely using or solely getting the benefit of views mm -hmm. from doing no work besides putting a file together and throwing it onto YouTube they're just like meshing the creators mm -hmm. content and putting it into like a little clip or like a two-minute video. Mm-hmm. Do that for us, please, if you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, mix all of our podcasts together. Make us sound absolutely crazy or great. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, shift the narrative. Who knows? You could make your own propaganda about our propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like... Okay, so recently um, I created all of the ads... And it's so funny how the Aruga ads are such propaganda. It's so hilarious. Not like, just the ads, so. <laughs> the intro and the outro. It's that. It's just like, it's all propaganda, man. It's hilarious. I love it. It's Aruga yeah. propaganda. <laughs>
<laughs> and I hope it works on you, let me tell you. <laughs> needs to work with the masses uh, on, on the global scale. Yeah, like, to me, it's hypnotism. Like, I literally, like, some of the, the merch video, dude, I like, I love it at this point. Like, it's, yeah. it's so great. It took forever, dude. I was trying to rip off uh, this. So I was watching YouTube videos to try to create that merch video. And <clears throat> there was, like, some random Adobe YouTuber that was, like, showing, like, remixing Drake videos and trying to make it into, like, a, a thermal-looking video. And it's just, like, yeah. The secondary market on YouTube is so fascinating. It's, like, you really can get deep, deep into the crevices. Uh, or at least I can sometimes. It's really fascinating. In the creator market. The creative market on YouTube is so deep. Yeah. It's so deep on, like, stock footage, on, um, like, the cash sound, the cash counter mm -hmm. uh, computer, that sound that it makes, da -da 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 -da, eh, like, that stock footage on YouTube is in probably hundreds of rap videos and in hundreds of rap um, songs. Like, it's crazy how... Often I hear that cash counter like it's in a Drake song. I know I can find a Drake song that has a cash counter like that And it's so fascinating to me that like it's just stock footage on YouTube Looking for comfortable Looking for comfortable and stylish apparel something right up your alley Aruga has a collection for you. Monochrome features sleek black and white designs. The Workweek and Thermal features pops of vibrant color. Check out arugastore.com for unique styles and streetwear. Here's a weird question mm -hmm. or debate. How many, what platform do you think has more users? Do you think Adobe has more u users, or do you think YouTube has more channels and YouTube, like creators and content makers? So you're gonna you're gonna say is, is there, there more, more content creators or is there more Adobe users, designers, and illustrators, and animators? I would say there's more YouTube accounts. More YouTubers than Adobe uh, experts? It depends on what you sit like. What's your cutoff? Is your cutoff like 100 videos? Or is your cutoff like 20 well, videos? Here's you know? the thing, though. How many people use Adobe Monetize? to make a YouTube video? I don't know. Any, any application on Adobe? I have no idea, honestly. I don't know if like Adobe's really like... The number one? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I use it because it's great. Yeah. And, I like, I love how easy their programs are and how everyone on YouTube seems to be creating content about how <laughs> to use Adobe. I yeah. mean, like, the Adobe YouTube videos will make you snore. And, they like, I have to skip through half the video yeah, just, just to get to the juice of what I'm trying to find. Mm -hmm. And that's a good question. I mean, you could maybe make the argument that there's more Adobe users, but that means Adobe is like kind of a silent. How do I say like this? Titan in the industry. Yes, dude, they are a fucking titan in the industry. It's a great way to put it, because 
dude, who talks about Adobe being like a billion dollar company? Nobody. But they charge... I would assume that Netflix and Adobe would be the same of like power, Mm -hmm. I would assume, because of just like how many applications they have, like Illustrator, Photoshop, and Premiere Pro. Dude, those are like the top programs, I think, I believe. Imagine if Adobe just starts their own streaming service or some bullshit like that, because they just have so many creators under their belt. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just start signing a bunch of directors or something. Right. That'd be or cool. even computers, dude. I don't, I'm surprised they're like, not like, let's build computers now. Yeah. We have the Adobe Cloud. Why don't I'm we so, just... I'm surprised Adobe isn't like investing in other places in the industry. Now that you're saying this, I should invest into Adobe. I bet, I bet their stock is probably... I would be comfortable investing yeah. into Better Adobe stock. Walmart stock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. You think Walmart? What is the word that they give you dividends? The mm. dividend count on Walmart was unbelievable. If you were... Is it almost 10% or something? No, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you off the cuff right now. Yeah, dividends are really helpful. Especially I think I had a couple hundred dollars, and they were pushing me a couple cents each month. It was pretty great. Damn. I mean, like, I was not a, a whale <laughs> in investing in, <laughs> to Wal- oh, into Walmart, that's for sure. But they were a solid stock when I was interested in stocks. In our Robin Hood days. Dude, those Robin Hood days. We would talk about investing for, like, hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There were so many, like, um, I was really into this Japanese bank. Do you remember that? What were they called? It was like SoftBank or something like oh, that. Oh, SoftBank, yeah. I was so... I definitely had some SoftBank. Dude, their stock was like so good for me. At, because at, at that time, they were just like increasing like 2 or 3% each month. Dude, and I, I was, was like, making, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I was making bank off of some cannabis stocks. I remember like... Or it was like Canopy Growth. Mm-hmm. I think there was like one called Aurora... Aurora Cannabis. Yeah, yeah. And I remember they went on like a a merger or something. One of the cannabis companies like did a merger. Mm Mm-hmm. And damn near like two and a half times my investment. And I pulled that shit out real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Because I was like, I'm not keeping it any longer. It was like, I just have some stock now. Like I just have a little bit of stock and I don't even look or touch at like touch it or Mm -hmm. I say touch it I don't it's a fucking app I can't touch it but anyways like I just don't look at it anymore but like it was so fun the rush to check it every day and you're like shit if you if you ever had the chance of owning one bitcoin would you check the price daily I don't I feel like I'd be that type if I was lucky enough to just have one whole Bitcoin, or right. like even a couple, but one whole Bitcoin is like a decent investment. Let me change the. Let me ask you this then. If you had one whole Ethereum, would you check it every day? I definitely wasn't back then. Though. Okay. I remember yeah. when it was like fourteen hundred, and then like dipping between like eleven mm-hmm. and sixteen hundred. 
and I was just never really interested in like keeping up with it you know right if I had a whole bitcoin I think I would have to check the news every day but I wouldn't want to check like check its price right I would just check the the news news around it like blockchain in general just to make sure that countries don't make it illegal I don't know I've been really what happens when the United States of America is like that's illegal no they've been pushing for US dollar coin or digital currency. That's scary, dude. That's so scary. I've, I've heard an argument about that. USDC. Yeah. So, like, the beauty about cash is that... I want to cop some XRP, though. Really? And then have that shit to go to a dollar. Okay. And then okay. just... Who knows what happens after it hits a dollar. That's just, like, such an even number. I remember when they were talking about Dogecoin hitting a dollar. Yeah, it hit like, 75 cents, and we're like, let's get going. <laughs> I pulled out of that one. I remember, I remember I stayed invested in it for a while. Dogecoin? Yeah. I put like a whole ass 1,000 into it, though. Yeah, I did too. I think I had twelve or 15,000 Doge at one point or maybe that's not even that much I don't even know yeah I don't even remember what the conversion is I remember we could have like made so much bank if we heard about it like a week or two prior to us investing I remember that we could have bought like 20,000 or 30,000 dogecoin and (laughs) we just bought it a week later or something (laughs) I bought it at I bought it at 7 cents yeah alright and it was fucking under a cent a month before that. Yeah, and it was under a cent, definitely. Dude, if if I invested a thousand dollars into a <laughs> would Dogecoin, you be watching us in a studio? Right now? <laughs> you would be watching. <laughs> 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 we would be. We would each have our own mic. We You'd would have a table that's levitating. A four K sixty frame per second camera. You know, so you were showing me a video of this element that levitates, and it's like this new thing that levitates, and it has to be, like, almost frozen to really act properly, but if we had a big enough investment from Dogecoin, we could have had a table that was just constantly levitating. (laughs) A marble-looking table? Yeah. That was so wild. Do you remember what element they said that was the levitating metal let me see it was called it was like some advanced form of magnets it that was the best L- LK99 sample and they were showing how it is used with particle accelerators electric grids magnetic levitation trains ship propulsion systems and quantum computing and it's basically a hockey puck going in a donut and it looks like it's got like liquid nitrogen just it's frozen shooting, shooting out of its back it's, it's so strange like I, I don't know what to make of it truly it's like watching um, you know train like little tr- uh, toy trains on a track but they're like super gripped to the track but they're floating audience if what we sound we sound so stupid right now but if you just looked up what a quantum lock even if you typed in i don't know it's even even if you typed in lk99 
LK99? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the... Uh, oh, that's the element and the number of I'm electrons? Guessing so. Man, but I'm too far from chemistry to know. The skateboarders? <clears throat> you remember watching that one, too? Such nonsense. That yeah, looks the, so... <laughs> the skateboarding that's, like, vaping yeah. on its own? Yeah. If you want to skateboard that vape... <laughs> <laughs> There you go. But it floats. Like, what we're talking about is this floating skateboard that uses these advanced magnets to, like, levitate, which is really... It sounds fake. The The thing I just said sounds so utterly ridiculous, but yeah, I mean, it's really it the so future, it, dude. I'll save it so that it could be featured in the, uh, in the actual video. Okay. So that the audience can see for themselves. <laughs> so that we're not as we're speaking about it, you just see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty cool, dude. That stuff is so interesting to me that like the the features here. I mean, like it's almost, it's kind of like I don't even know what to make of it. I mean, if we're going to have vehicles that just levitate now, no more tires. Yeah, no rubber. No air no, rubber. Yeah, nothing. Nothing on the highways that are we're going to be running over. And we're going to be like, did I just hit something? <laughs> or was it just some tread? Right. You won't hear. Like, you know how highways have um, audible sound? It's like a... What? Sound pollution. Mm-hmm. Highways produce sound pollution yeah. because of the rubber hitting the road but imagine highways are just silent that'd be a little creepy just and you'll hear the air yeah you only hear the even if you could hear it i don't even know if you could <laughs> i don't know well i don't know man i really don't magnetic know magnetic propulsion i don't think there is any sound it's just it would just be wisping like a baseball being thrown just yeah. to hear that little wisp of the air which is really fascinating I don't know if I don't know what's going to be first magnetic railroad cars or flying cars flying cars dude we can't as like a like some <laughs> you know that one movie is it I means you're becoming a helicopter pilot I don't think everybody can become helicopter pilots <laughs> yeah Flying you know, cars are gonna be, I don't know. You know, Blade Runner. Dangerous, yes, of Blade course. Runner twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. Those type of cars. How far off do you think we are? Like, a couple, probably a hundred years. From that Twitter video that you just showed me. No, not that one. Like, you know, the movie. No, of course. Okay. But I'm just saying that, like, yeah. of that Twitter post that you just showed me of scientists throwing around this, um, throwing around this magnet and it's not even getting jolted off course or anything yeah that makes me think that we could have levitating cars in maybe a couple hundred years Mm -hmm. and like all the infrastructure matches up and we all have like we have magnets all over our roads so we like you know okay i'm gonna become a nerd for a second star wars in star wars there's this bike that levitates yeah. Right, it looks like a chopper. It's like the whatever the, um, it's the stormtrooper bike. Yes, those things are probably not far from us now. Because those are only a couple feet off the ground, right? Exactly, and that makes total yeah, sense the to speeder, me. The speeder, the speeder bike. Speeders, yes. 
Those things are aesthetically pretty cool. Dude, us talking about this seems nuts, but the yeah. fact that it could be happening is insanity. And we got to be ready. Visit arugastore.com today and enter the discount code OP15 for 15% off your order on all Aruga merch. Free shipping for orders over $50 is available as well. Thank you. You know how cool that vehicle is? It's even um, Destiny made a spinoff of um, like speeder bikes in Star Wars. Really? And they're called Sparrows. Sparrows. I've, I've wanted to cop one ever since that game came out. And obviously since Star Wars, since watching Star Wars. Yeah. But so definitely. Let's, let's paint a picture. You're 55 years old. I'm all right. one of those. You're copying. Okay. <laughs> Instantly. If I see it'll them. Take a, it'll take 30 years, yeah. but. If I see them ever produced and like they're mm-hmm. being made in a factory, be mm-hmm. like, give me, give me one of them. What would you rather? Would you rather that speeder or like a jetpack kind of vehicle? A uh, floating bike is kind of cooler than a jet. Cooler? Yeah. You don't even need the transportation. You just want, like, the cool vehicle. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Jetpacks are kind of lame. Because, like, it's a whole ass pack that you're putting on your back. If we just have those and, like, humanity keeps having those, we're just going to evolve to being, like, um, hunchbacks, you know? Okay, but uh, what, uh, okay, what about I'm uh, be a nerd again? Iron Man. He's got those hand and, and feet. The feet ones make sense. Okay. I don't know about the hands. Oh, hands make sense to me for sure. You want to be able to balance. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm, I can't do the splits, and let's but say I have to like stop. I feel like a wingsuit a... makes more sense than hand propulsors. Okay. You'd want feet propulsors and a wingsuit before you want hand propulsors. I guess you're right about the balance part. I just don't know. And the, the fact that you could, let's say, let's talk about a universe where Iron Man does exist. You're going to be like, am I aerodynamic now? Because, like, in a wingsuit, I feel like I Iron Man, work with it. in real life, would have to have, like, aerodynamic fins on him. You know, just, like, Something other than a suit. Sure. Like, like a bubble he almost like gets into? I don't know about a bubble. Just well, like, it would have to have some air air maneuverability. Okay. Okay. I feel like if it was just a suit, you know, in like those scenes where he's going up into the atmosphere. For sure. Yeah. You would need like some weird looking fins on his suit or some shit to like <laughs> Okay. Go, go at an angle into the atmosphere or something. Okay. I think it's super unrealistic that, like, in some of the movies, he just flies straight up like a fucking rocket. Right, yeah. And there's, like, nothing acting on his suit. Dude, NASA has to specially predict at what angle can they leave the atmosphere, and he's just, like, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just kick those boots in the Nobody hyperspeed. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally goes again to be a nerd again when um, in the Avengers movie when he just goes against the whole army he just goes up into space 
Yeah, it, it really doesn't make sense because like, where is the fuel coming from? Iron Man does not his have chest. I, he has a reactor in his chest. That's all. What is it? Electric? Where is the actual? There's no fuel. Is no, it a charge? It's a um, plasma. Dude, I'm about to talk so much shit. I have no clue. Nerding I don't out. think I care actually. That yeah, we're nerding out. I don't think I care that much. Yeah. <laughs> We're just shitting on Marvel. But the thing is, though, like, all those things that we just talked about, like, the, the Iron Man suit, the levitating car, the levitating bike, those things don't seem too far from, like... Those could be in our lifetime. It really doesn't seem... Like, imagine the time that, like, now we have the ability to make a nuclear reactor. Okay. But soon we'll have the ability to make a make a nuclear reactor tiny. Imagine that. Imagine if we could have these suits. And we do have nuclear reactors the size of batteries. Like chips. Yeah. Because it you know, like what, in the sixties and the seventies and the eighties the, the computer rooms were huge? Yeah. The the data and now, per megabyte. Exactly. And my computer now can outprocess those rooms full of computers so like the day like and right now we're building um we're building those nuclear reactors huge as fuck ginormous huge nuclear reactors but the day that we can make them into like microchips whoa i know even the graphics whoa. even the graphic cards nowadays how can they make them that small and efficient could you imagine your car running off a small nuclear reactor? And you could take your car to fucking Neptune's moon? <laughs> that would be so cool. And you're like, yeah, my nephew lives over in Neptune's moon. And it's just the, over there. Uh, in the Fallout universe, all the cars and like houses run off nuclear energy. Really? Yeah. So like when you blow up a car, it's like a mini... It's like a mini explosion. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And, like, you could die if you're 15 feet next to the car. Jesus. That's how big the explosion is. Yeah, I don't know if I'm cool with that kind of safety (laughs) specs. I don't know if I like that. Especially if someone's zooming down the highway and they just Mm -hmm. crash and collide into a wall. Right. You just have the whole road blocked off for, like, a month. You just, yeah. And they're like, what happened? What took out the whole highway? Oh, one car. <laughs> yeah. It just faulty. It wasn't a 30-car pileup or anything. It was just a malfunction. It's okay. Go back to your day. Move along. <laughs> Move along. Yeah. It, it would be... Dude, I, I'll be so excited for the... For, like, for humans in general. If we can, like, really tackle... The celestial solar system that we're in. Like, if we could really go to all the moons and to go to, like, the Jupiter's moons, it would just be so cool. Like, the, I mean, obviously, the first step is going to be Mars and having people on Mars and just going beyond that. But if people were doing missions and, like, exp- or journeys like that, do you, how long or rare do you think it would be for them to encounter other humans? Like, would we ever send another... Like, imagine we, we send people to Mars mm-hmm. at least once by, like, 2030, right? Okay. Would we ever send another colony 
Well, I, I don't know. I'm going to talk out of my ass. By 2040 but. or some shit? Like, what would be the intervals in uh, the way we send colonies? Like, I wonder what the gaps of years, like, we would estimate in the way that we ship off people to different planets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there is, like, they have to... Um, kind of time it celestially. I say that, but like, I don't really. The journey and all that. But it's just like. How long it takes. Um, we kind of have to line up with these planets in our solar system. So, Earth is going around the sun, and so is Mars. And there could be times where we're on the opposite side of the solar system because, like, Earth is on one side of the sun and Mars is on the other. Different seasons and all that. Or times of. It's like um, every time that we line up with Mars, it's like every three years. Mm-hmm. I don't don't call me on that. I'm not a scientist, but I just remember hearing that about every three years, Earth and Mars get close together, and then we can kind of see Mars like with the naked eye, and we can. And there's like this prime time when we can launch rockets, and we can potentially get to Mars because it's the shortest distance. And we can kind of, like, launch off of Earth's rotation or Earth's gravity and kind of, like, basically, like, slingshot ourselves towards Mars. Dude, so concerned with the way you're pointing. Oh, my cat? Yeah. yeah. But the, the topic I was about to bring up is that what if there was, like, problems with seniority when people got to the planet? Like, I've been here longer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And be like, we don't want you guys on here. We were the first colony. This is my land. <laughs> like, we don't want you colonized. Right. Dude, I, I think about when the first country's gonna break the um, the space law. Like, Chinese, are, um, they're setting up their new space station. Like, they're not gonna be part of the ISS anymore. Really? They're they setting have, up their they own? They have a super modern and like sleek looking uh, station that they're about to set up. Really? Yeah. I, I found an image of it and they were comparing the ISS mm-hmm. and how like disorganized and old looking it was. Right. And comparing it to like the new modern Chinese space station. Interesting. And all the compartments and shit were just like really sleek. Everything was like white or metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I guess they're getting out of that agreement. Well, um, I'm meaning more of the... But what's the space law? There's kind of... There's like this... Um, there's this agreement that most countries have, and it's the fact that no country owns land beyond Earth. What about the fact that... Do you think there's any laws to do with debris in space god no i don't think you can enforce them i think that there is like one law that i remember reading that if you're like say you send a satellite up Mm -hmm. or some sort of technology to for like weather or anything like that Mm -hmm. and it goes beyond our like atmosphere okay and if it falls back down into our atmosphere it doesn't matter like what region or land it falls in the country is responsible for reclaiming their um craft okay it doesn't matter what year you send it up like 
the year that it comes back down, you're still responsible for it. That's been a rule, I think. What happens when it, like, lands on to the White House? <laughs> right? You're like, oh, you're sorry. fucked over. I'm sorry. This uh, wasn't, like, a... We didn't mean this traumatic, <laughs> seismic event. Right, I was, the next one I was going to say is, like, Rome. It just hits the St. Peter's Basilica. One of the capitals. Yeah. Or just it hits, like, <laughs> New York downtown, and they're like, we're getting bombed! And it's like, no, it's just this 60s satellite that's fucked. Because I was, I was reading something <laughs> where they didn't know what this cylinder was. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, like, fallen. It was either, like, an Indian satellite or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it was from the 80s. And it fell, and it washed up on, like, this beach... And nobody knew what it was. Okay. And then the officials ended up, like, discovering that it was a satellite. And they said in the article that it's a law that every country signed um, that has, like, spacecraft, um, you have to reclaim it no matter what country or place it falls in. It's wild. And, like, it's pretty I feel interesting. like that's probably, like, the only rule about space. Like, who knows about what shit you could send up. Like, imagine a human, like, just a regular guy. Could he make a rocket or a satellite and just send it up into space without any... Conversations. Or, like, conversations with yeah. organizations or, like, governments? Could he just do that by himself without any... I think you're basically giving the argument of Elon Musk. Yeah. I, I But I feel like I he feel like he does have, yeah. He had to have gotten some okays with the government and like on the federal level almost. I don't think he had to give an I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass obviously. Which is pure speculation. Wouldn't you think you would get fined for the amount of rocket fuel you use in a certain location? Or like wouldn't you think that you would have to have certain land? He doesn't pay emissions tax. I remember in a conversation with For Elon Musk, he doesn't pay emissions tax. <laughs> That's Seriously. Wild. No, I remember in a conversation he was like, I'm willing to pay emissions tax, and I think emissions tax should be a Do thing. Do you think he gets research funds from the, the government? Not from the government, but probably uh, private. private industry, yeah. Man, he's just sitting so comfy. How did... I you wonder. Got, I know he's got so much on his plate, but, like, he's living comfy. He's got a space company, car company. Man, you say comfy, but I think that's, Tunnels, like, that's so much liability. Flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could just make any type of product, and it'll it'll blow up, you know? He's, like, the Midas of our generation. Yeah, and I know there's, like, a lot of people against him, like, fuck Elon Musk, and, like, I just, I'm not, He's I like too him. much for the social good. Yeah. Like, what is he doing that's not for the social good, you know? And I like that there's a billionaire that's sending rockets to Mars. Why? <laughs> I don't give a fuck why. Yeah, he beat Jeff Bezos to it, though. I'm cool with that, dude. I'm cool. Yeah. Dude, his rockets are so cool, the way they, they go up into space. And then they auto land. It is brilliant. Yeah. What he does. They don't, they don't disassemble or destruct. No. Like there's NASA. no debris. 
these things are just absolutely like engineering I mean, marvels. Sure, parts of them fall off like when they're going up, but when right. they land, it's still mostly the same rocket that went back up, that went up, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's been plenty of rockets that have exploded and they haven't worked and they've malfunctioned. But his success rate's probably higher than the government mm-hmm. on the government level. That's that's the thing. They were like comparing um, private industry rockets compared to NASA, which is government rockets, and they like SpaceX was able to do it more efficiently. They were able to deliver supplies to the ISS. Is that what they're called, International Space Station? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were able to deliver goods cheaper. And they were able to have reusable rockets. I mean, it's really brilliant. And, like, I'm... Gosh. I, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I'm sending rockets to Mars either. But, like, it's so cool that he exists. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he put his Tesla into Mars's orbit or Mars's like, atmosphere... I just know that he sent it to space. I don't know where he sent it. I think it's in Mars right now. Really? I think it's in Mars' atmosphere. Yeah, could you please look that up? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, so I remember the, like, the mannequin was, or, like, the mannequin inside his Tesla was outside of Earth's atmosphere, but then I thought he sent it to Mars after that. I could be wrong. I just remember these wild fucking photos. Which is so cool, though. Just the fact that, like, a billionaire's like, yeah. That car right there? Let's send that. Let's send that to space, and it'll never decay. It will be a. It'll be a, a remnant of this world for thousands and thousands of years. You know what it's saying? What? It's saying it has became. Yeah, it has become an artificial satellite of the sun. His Tesla. That is such a baller statement. Do you want to collect a free NFT? Well, head over to OpenSea and visit at Shoparuga to view our collections of digital art. Our most recent collection, Citation, is available now. Check it out. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Can I see that? Can I see? I just want to see that in writing. Oh, in writing? Elon Musk's Tesla Roadster is an electric sports car that served as the dummy payload for the February 2018 Falcon Heavy test flight and became an artificial satellite of the sun. A mannequin in a spacesuit dubbed Starman occupies in the driver's seat. Wow. I was, <laughs> I was hearing a... I was hearing a conspiracy theory that uh, Elon Musk killed like a, a person that he didn't like, and then sent him into that dummy <laughs> <laughs> into into space with his car. <laughs> oh god! I think it's pure speculation, but I don't. Red know. Roadster is moving toward our home. Our home Earth. Our home planet. <laughs> <It> says- <laughs> It says from currently the Red Roadster is 203 million miles or 18.2 light minutes from Earth. Wow. 
and is moving toward our home planet at a speed of 6,400 miles per hour. I, I can't even, I'm not even going to rationalize that. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. I can't even believe that that's a real thing. That that's a real person in our time. We're just tracking it. Right. Like, dude, if this was the Renaissance, like, we would think of those... I don't even know how to say this. Like, it's just wild that, like, the really influential people of our time can send things to another, other planets now. I know. What? That's the the bougie thing that people are doing in our in our times sending shit off planet <laughs> literally like if i was a baller billionaire i think i would have a a probe that was circling mars or not mars the moon and it would just be like this little capsule that would be like a little home, a little pod home. I think you just get into it and you're like, oh, there's the moon. There's the dark side oh, of the moon. Oh, you're talking about a little like capsule that yes. you can just hop in and be like on my own satellite. Imagine it's like this is your like your rental home. Yeah. You're like I, you know, I usually it's rent this Airbnb. on Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> and it just rotates around the moon and you're like, for a, yeah, for a day. But you can only enter into it on these days because the rotation around the moon or just something. Man, that is the shit. future of Airbnb. You just hop in a little space capsule. I'm going to space for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off planet for vacation. I'm just going to get a couple views of uh, Earth's rotation right. for this weekend. You go to Mars and you're like, I'm just going to go see the biggest volcano in the universe in our solar system. Can you tan from space? Are you getting the same sun rays that you are getting? Probably more intense sun rays because the the atmosphere. But is the UV hitting the window the same? Like, can you can you tan through a NASA <laughs> or a rocket window? Imagine that they like specially tune their windows so you can tan and so you don't <laughs> and so you There's don't privacy glass or something. Yeah. Well, what wait, you don't need two-way glass. What is an alien going to see naked? <laughs> <No>. Like <laughs> There's bigger issues. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. But you, I guess, like, as, like, a NASA window, you'd be like, okay, you can't get can We need to make sure you don't get cancer while you're, like, not but sun cancer. I mean, like, real a, a gamma lack, rays. There's a lack of vitamin D. You're definitely <clears throat> getting or not receiving. You're not receiving vitamin D when you're in space. You know what I mean? I guess so. Because, like. You know you, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> either the sun rays are got to be hitting you mm-hmm. or, like, I don't know how their glasses. I wonder if the sun rays are protected against you're like protected against them I don't know that's a big conversation with like the trip to Mars of you know if you're going to send human beings on a year and a half trip to Mars then you have to protect them from the radiation of traveling in between Earth and Mars and I don't know the things that you have to do to rockets to insulate them and to make sure that you're that the people are yeah I don't know I'm about to talk out of my ass so far so I'm no scientist but let me tell you I want the future the future 
seems so cool to be able to like go on vacation to another planet holy shit yeah that'd be so cool even though we don't know shit about our own planet like the we don't need what's in the water (laughs) we're more we're more interested in space yeah let's go fuck up other planets too while we're at it but that's the thing imagine if we start drilling on other planets we start getting like Minerals, finding concrete, right? Resources. We start drilling oil for on other planets, and just like I don't know, obviously I I don't know if there's oil on other planets. I'm just saying that. Imagine if we could look at Earth as like a sanctuary. Well, isn't oil basically just dinosaurs? dinosaurs? Yeah, (laughs) but that means we would find dinosaurs on other planets and be like, oh shit, there was actually life over here too. The fact that we're using dinosaurs. For our cars <laughs> and vehicles. Like, that's such a mindfuck. And how, how do people ex- just go about their day and they're not thinking about that shit? We're using dinosaurs to fill our cars up and our boats up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Fossil fuels. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And we just go through the day. I... I I am fall victim from this. I pump my car with gas, <laughs> and I don't think, oh, there's a Tyrannosaurus this Rex. Is unleaded um, T Rex. <laughs> That's Drilled so funny. From inside the core of the planet. <laughs> and we're just spinning it out like. That's very fascinating. And what are we going to do after fossil fuels? Are we just going to start mining? We're going to do like, those magnetic rails. Oh, yeah. That's we're so gonna true. Have to, well. What are we going to use to mine for those materials when we don't have any gas? We're just going to go to Mars and start drilling. We're just going to pray and hope. I wonder what the next billionaire is going to, like, try to do what Elon's doing. Do you think it's going to be, like, the Paul brothers? They're going to be like, we made enough money doing WWE and uh, boxing. Let's just... Let's go to let's go to Venus next. Dude, Isaiah was showing me the robot for Jake Paul, and me and him were both like captivated by this robot that Jake Paul brings out before, like during his fights, and it's got two screen. Like I thought it was a real robot at first, but it's a guy in a suit. Oh, and it okay. tricked it tricked me and Isaiah. Like we both thought it was a real ass robot. Right. And I was like looking at the mannerisms and all that, like his movements. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's trying to fit through an elevator. I thought, like I think it's a guy. Yeah. And I, like that's when I was able to tell mm-hmm. is that when he was trying to fit through an elevator. But the coolest thing about this robot is that it's playing. It's got two screens on its chest. And they're probably the same size as, like, iPads. And it's just playing either, like, Jake Paul's highlights or the person he's playing against. Getting hit. Getting knocked out (laughs) by other fighters. And that's just such a baller thing to bring out with you. Right. Like, that's cooler than any mascot or any, like, NFL, like, any kind of mascot out there. Right. And he's just got that thing behind him before every fight. And that you could put your own speaker system on him. Do you know which one's which? Yeah, the Logan is the WWE one. Okay, what's the other one? And then Jake is the Jake. boxer. 
So Jake, I watched Jake Paul's fight against the UFC guy. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, yes. And Jake just, I mean, he he was he did well. He yeah. basically won that fight. I yeah, mean, like they both he fought well. I could tell Nate Diaz was pretty fatigued. Dude, and Jake landed a hit on Nate Diaz that almost made Nate Diaz like fall and go into this and go into like seating because mm-hmm. like he doesn't matter. My point is, Jake, when when he was walking or coming into the stadium, he was sitting on a tank that was rolling in. What? Dude, the coolest stuff I've ever... Like, he literally was just sitting on top of a tank as it was rolling into the stadium. Bruh. It was badass. It was the coolest entrance I've ever seen of any human being go into like a fight like that's yeah. so like you're going into combat that's the thing you're doing you're, you're being a boxer and just for him to roll up in a tank was like so cool it yeah, was really those two cool. brothers though are definitely the types to like splurge on some other shit mm-hmm. like, they would probably do some crazy business venture Having a resort on the moon would be like, yeah, I, I could see them doing it. Like, yeah. I, in, in 30, 40 years, and they're just some old heads, yeah. I could imagine that they're like, we got a... Moon base. <laughs> yeah, rebranding. We're now vacation people. <laughs> like, we're bringing Hawaii to the moon. There's a couple of people that are rich as fuck that I'm thinking that are just going to rebrand themselves and hopefully just do the social good route, like Elon you know what I mean? I do. But man, there's not many people who do. Yeah. Who are like, do the social, um, who is it, Bill Gates? Bill Gates is the one who's like trying to be the social. He's buying up all the farmland. Right. But he's being creepy about it. Yeah. You know, he's, it doesn't seem genuine. It seems like he's like trying to be this. Yeah. I don't know. At least have like a it's good s- supporting message if you're buying up all the farmland. Mm-hmm. Because you're just doing that under people's nose or, like, under the radar. Like, you should be very blasé about it or, like, open and obvious Mm -hmm. instead of being like him. Because I've never heard him talk about it, you know? He's never had a spokesman about it. I would like to know what his plan is, but he's just, like, a... He's probably going to sell it all to the just foreign uh, Just all to China? Yeah. Yeah. They'd pay the highest dollar. Right. It's fascinating. Who do you see that would make the like go for the humanitarian route as a billionaire? <clears throat> well, I feel like people like you know Kylie Jenner or some shit. Mm. They've definitely exceeded the threshold of like being. I don't know. She sold so much makeup and all that already that I feel like becoming a billionaire from makeup. It's too hard to turn back after that because like who knows how that makeup was tested. You, you made a billion dollars off of it, obviously. You don't think that they would want to go the humanitarian route? You think they're too entrenched in what they do? Yeah. So you think, like... Or I think it's too They far. got blood on their hands from doing makeup? <laughs> I think they're too far gone in terms of doing any social good. Okay. The social... They've, they've done too much social bad. Or not social bad, but just, like, pollution-wise. <laughs> okay. Like, how could they make up for it unless they're like, now we're going to start helping save all the plastic in the ocean. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. Or all types of bullshit like sure. that. Sure. Yeah. 
But there's some people that are like that that I think are too far gone that they cannot be a character for social good. Do you know what I mean? I do. And there's I just do. like, I don't know, there's not that many people that I could think of that would reverse or like switch up. I think like a character like Tom Cruise seems like somebody who would try to go on the social route. Um, Floyd Mayweather, he's actually been helping out, you know, the wildfires in Hawaii. No, there's, there's wildfires been, in Hawaii? Yeah, there's, You're there's kidding, right? Apparently, yeah, there's fires in Hawaii, and he's, like, donating to all the families. Interesting. And, yeah. Wouldn't that be scary, though, to donate? Like, I always think about this. Like, when you donate money to refugees, when you donate money... To, like, Red like, Cross or... Sure. Where's that money going? Is that I money going to the hands yeah, of the I would people? Do, I would want to know directly an itemized list. Right. Like, how many 24-packs are y'all buying? Uh, no, I don't give a fuck about that. I would like, <laughs> I would almost, like, want to... F- you don't want to go to a dangerous place and add to more, like, you know, add fire to fire, but, like, just knowing that the money's not going to, like, a weird, creepy organization, but the money's going to actually the people. The, yeah, the hands yeah. of the community. Exactly. The hands of the community. Couldn't say it any better than that. And, yeah, you just want, like, you know, the Red Cross, the CEO makes, like, almost, like, I don't know, 200000 maybe a little bit more than that. And it's, like... 200 what? 200000 a year. Oh. To be I this... I thought you were talking about, like, 200 million or some bullshit Oh, like that. no, that'd be crazy. Yeah. But just the fact that, like, uh, a humanity... still not a lot, though. I mean, to be the director of such a renowned organization. I guess. I mean, they are non-profit. Yeah, still. that's the weird part. Like, yeah. you would think that people who want to help other people are like, hmm, I guess $100,000 would probably be enough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, certain... Like a livable wage. Yeah. You know, like, do you need a... I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm talking on my high horse. I don't know. But it is really fascinating. It, you think Kylie Jenner's got blood on her hands. <laughs> she's, yeah. She's already too far deep. She drowns animals in, it's into makeup because they're not... What, what do they do? It's like non-humanitarian way to animal test makeup. Yeah, animal testing. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what company. Animal cruelty. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know if her company does it or anything, but I feel like if you're a makeup company and you've made a billion dollars mm-hmm. from your makeup, there's like a bunch of environmental damage you've already exceeded. Right. How much plastic was produced from your billion-dollar corporation? Honestly. Because I'm sure a fuck ton of plastic housed that makeup. And then where are you getting that makeup? That's the funny thing. Like, you see powders and, like, what are those powders? You know what I mean? Like, where are you digging for these things? (laughs) (laughs) Digging. (laughs) It's fucking dirt, right? I mean, I would assume it's just powdered. It's colorized, yeah. Colorized Colorized dirt. Colorized dirt. That's <laughs> that's my interpretation of it. There could be some other ingredients. It's right. just some sort of powder. It's just a, like a sand. Yeah. Like a like a, a milky sand. But you know what's funny? I could I would rather. How have say, I never thought of this before? <laughs> like what what do you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. You're good. It's just the fact that like what is makeup, dude? Yeah, it really doesn't make any like, sense. Like, is it supposed to be this like? I, I don't understand. You know what's funny though. I'd rather say that. Look at this text message I just got. A spam. 
what? is texting me about Bitcoin. And we just talked about that, right? Isn't that what? fucking weird? Yeah, that is I've never sick. gotten this before. That's such a crazy text message to get during this. I know. We were just talking about it like and 30 minutes I, ago. And then I get like this like weird. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, how are they texting me? Anyways, I, we digress. Um, yeah, the person, the you know what's funny though? Hmm. I, would, I could say that Kylie Jenner has like quote unquote blood on her hands. But would you ever, <laughs> would you ever consider and say that like Rihanna does? <laughs> She's got a makeup company that's made a billion dollars. Does she really? Yeah, but wow. the only reason that I think wow. Rihanna's okay is because she's got musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you mean plastic surgery that wasn't a Brazilian? What are they? What do they call those? A Brazilian butt? BBL. Yeah, BBL. Yeah. Who knows? Jesus. None of these celebrities are real. I just think like a. I, I always thought about this, like, when you get a billion dollars, there's there's, there's going to be a percent of there's that. There's so many routes that I would take with investment-wise. I just think that that kind of amount of money just adds, like, um, bags to your eyes. Mm-hmm. That amount of money, you just, like, just, you won't, I don't know, like... I was watching this interview of Mark Cuban. It was that Mark Cuban and Bobby... He's got bags under his eyes. That's the biggest bags under his eyes. He doesn't look... like He looks like a zombie. He looks like he doesn't sleep. He looks like the dude who would be chilling in a Seattle Starbucks. He was, like, getting some shit done on his laptop. Yeah. And And when you talk to him, he's like, not now. He's been there since, like, 5 in the morning. Right. Yeah. The bags under some of these billion-dollar people... It's really fascinating. You know, like, why Why do you think Kylie Jenner needs some makeup? I mean, for God's sakes, I guarantee she doesn't sleep. There's some problems <laughs> that she is worrying about. And I don't know. I never... It's not like I have a choice if I'm going to be a billion billionaire. But at the end of the day, I like where I'm at. That's for sure. Because <laughs> that's a lot of stress, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of stress. Especially, like, what do you... Okay. At this time of your life, you'll never be able to spend a billion dollars unless you're doing some crazy shit. You'd have to be buying a jet, uh, three homes that you have no business being in. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen bedroom homes with a theater. Yeah, and like in five, downtown New York, five pools. Right in downtown Beverly Hills, and then you would have one in London too, and you're and you would have a full maid staff a full cooking staff you have the private plane that you know you can fly in between all of your homes and then you have a vacation home that you don't really visit like to be a billionaire and that kind of lifestyle planning there's no chill life as a billionaire there's yeah you have so much plan and like (laughs) with how much you've acquired and I, I just like I like where I'm at. I like how I have no money. <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice place to be at this point. Um, Definitely. Uh, man, so Nolan, do you want to do the outro? We're kind of done, honestly. This, it's been fun though. This has been the uh, the Aruga podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we hope you guys check in next week and get ready to be hypnotized. 
Looking for an out-of-this-world poster or some stickers to brighten your mood? Check out the Posters and Prints collection on our website, arugastore.com. Our artworks are perfect for walls, mood boards, and anywhere you want to accessorize. The Aruga Podcast. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys. They look busy, right?